All right, welcome folks to Jimmy and Neil Have Problems, where we talk about our problems. Today's problem is we can heat things quickly, but can't cool them quickly. So we have, you know, a microwave, but we don't have, uh, I don't even know what I would call something that cools things quickly. Do you have an idea? Freeze Neil? a wave. A freeze a wave. Look out for the freeze a wave coming well, to market or soon. We could um, have it be, uh, you know, Incredibles theme and have it be the Frozone. Yes, that should be it. The Frozone. Yeah, so yeah. our example. Can, yeah, we'll have Samuel L. Jackson be the uh, marketing person, and he'll, he'll wear, but in the flesh, he'll wear the Frozone costume. That would be legendary. I wish yeah. he would just do that with us. That's a collab. Once again, like the Stinky Candle Co., we're waiting on some brand sponsorships and partnerships. You know, the, the people will come. Mm-hmm. The Frozone cools things quickly. So, I don't know. I, I, I've always thought with this one that it might just be a basic physics problem. Like, cooling things is really hard. Yeah. What are the levers involved here? I don't really, you're, you're very into thermodynamics. I don't really understand. Just, please, please never say that. Um, I took thermodynamics. I took heat transfer. Um, yeah. You more classes than I did. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But, but, you know, not into it. Let's, uh, let's be clear oh, about that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> I mean, anytime you heat things, like anytime, anytime heat is involved in a problem, it makes it very, you know, that dwarfs other energies often. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the way we kind of get around that is that we have, you know, energy stored in bonds, like atomic bonds, Yeah. right? And that's how we, you cool things? No, that's how we heat things, right? So oh, like our natural yep. gas, we, break. we burn yep. that. And, yep. and the chemical reaction that is happening is, is where we're getting that, you know, those large amounts of energy. Yeah, like chemical Whereas, reactions. Yeah. I guess there are, you know, endothermic reactions, but I don't know, like, is there a cheap endothermic reaction yes so the the lever is like the type of reaction right so we have yep. goal is to find a cheap uh safe endothermic reaction which endothermic just means it like it takes in more energy from the environment than it puts out yeah like the opposite <sighs> of combustion yeah the opposite then- that's a good way of putting it yeah and then the another problem is um, that so much of what we eat has water as a base, right? And water when shed. water freezes, it becomes a much better insulator, right? So in the process of cooling things, you make it harder to cool things. Is cooling things, yeah, you make it harder. To cool things. So this is starting to make sense why this isn't solved. Yeah. And then just, some yeah. of the the easy, um, you know, like you. So uh, a a bright spot is liquid nitrogen, and you know sometimes yeah. you go to you know demonstrations and 
yada yada yada. Cryofluids are are a quite dangerous, um, and then also kind of expensive. There are some ways you can get around that, like dry ice. You know, you can buy at you know a, a grocery store, but again, it's not very good at heat transfer. Um, yeah, yeah, it's just cold. Then, yeah, it's just cold, but because it's off gassing, it's going directly from from a, a solid to a gas. That gas insulates the solid. Um, oh, something you you can put that in a liquid that doesn't freeze or until a temperature lower than dry ice, you know, such as rubbing alcohol, something that's also pretty available. Yeah, that's actually rubbing alcohol is a great one. But you don't want to be, you know, soaking your food and rubbing alcohol. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Well, and there's a limit to how cold it's going to get, you know, rubbing yeah. alcohol slash acetone. Like, well, that's going to get to like negative 170 Fahrenheit. Oh, that's pretty good. Yeah. Dry ice is really cold. Well, but, but what about rubbing alcohol? Like, and, and rubbing alcohol's freezing point is below the temperature of dry ice. Okay. Well, but like if it's, so I'm thinking of like when you put rubbing alcohol on your hands, it feels cold. Oh, oh yes. How got... cold is that really getting? So if I were to put rubbing alcohol oh, all over um, my food, how I mean, there's cold the... would it make my food? Um, I mean, do you remember in the intro to engineering lab where we had a cup of acetone and a thermistor and a fan blowing over it? Yeah. And we dropped that acetone that. to about 30 degrees. I believe. Which, in the end, not... I mean, that's yeah. cold, but that's not freezer cold. Yeah, like, freezer cold is zero. Yeah. 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 So we have this problem of... We have some things well, that are available and somewhat safe, but they don't really get things cold enough. I wonder, like, so, you know, in an oven, we yeah. now have, you know, convection ovens, which are circulating the air, so it heats things up more quickly. Yeah. What if we had you know, convection freezers where, you know, it's got big fans that are just circulating the air so that it, you know, cools things instead of just going in there and, you know, having stagnant air because then you you facilitate convection as well as conduction and radiation. And I think an interesting thing is you talked about water being a part of this that makes it really hard. Mm -hmm. I think there's like a dual... So this is actually another bright spot in the Andes. They, so we have, we have, I'm trying to think, I guess it would be the Incas to thank for like beef jerky because they innovated this system for drying and preserving food, which was you bring it up to the top of the mountain where it's cold and dry. Mm -hmm. It sucks the moisture out and cools it. So this, that mm -hmm. was a way essentially of freeze drying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. The freeze drying food. Well, so like removing moisture. So what you could do in an interesting way is like heat to remove moisture and then cool. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's kind of an interesting way of doing it. So this could be a process in addition to just a product, like, which is not mm -hmm. great. I don't love that. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. 
Look at that. So I guess one lever, there's type of reaction, there's amount of humidity, right? Yeah. The more humid it is, the more humidity. I wonder, moisture. so like a slight permutation. Well, and this is like the, the opposite. Um, yeah. But to, you know, just pull a vacuum. That's you know, oh. part of the freeze dry process, right? Because then your your moisture boils off. Yeah. At, so you know, you just you just change your your. It's the opposite of a an instapot, right? Where instead of having it be hot and high pressure, you have it cold and low pressure. Yeah. So opposite of instapot cold and low pressure that's actually very interesting i like that a lot hmm now that that could work i mean that i feel like could actually be a thing like but that's potentially really interesting then, there's also the lever of you know why do we heat food and it's to kill things right yeah and, and you know it's i you know, by by cooling things quickly, it doesn't really help in any way. Unless you can get it past a certain point. Yeah, but that's very cold. <laughs> well, like a freezer, right? A freezer is zero. Yeah, but that's not killing high. things. Oh, it's just, you're right. It's preserving got, them kind of in a way. You've got food safe things and then you freeze them and then they're still food safe. Because yeah, food. right. If you put raw meat in the freezer and then thaw it, please don't eat it without cooking it. That's true. Yep, it preserves. It doesn't. Yeah, it doesn't sterilize. It doesn't sanitize. Yeah, ah, that's an interesting point. I've learned a lot in this. Okay, let's go to connections. Right. So we've got our. Wow, this is our machine learning model, folks. One of the suggested connections is there are no board games that make fun of work. Very closely related. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think there's not always a place you can drop things off for a friend to pick up is, is interesting. I think one of the challenges of that is keeping things cool in the summer. Like you don't want to drop off your, oh, yeah. your pie and then, yeah. Oops. And then have it cool off. Like, and I think this that's a problem with these Instacart and all this stuff is, is how do you keep things cool? Mm -hmm. um, another connection is the Stephen Johnson book. What, How We Got to Now? Is that the book? You're right. You're right. That's a great the, connection. One of yeah. his, his um, well, you should. One of the ones is about cooling and ice and, should, and how. Should put it in the brackets i will but do is it okay. in there already i don't know that's what i didn't think it was in there yeah it's not so i just okay. I'm, i'll i'll clean that up um perfect but yeah they talk it was that's a fascinating story of how everything started just with literally taking ice blocks out of new england lakes and shipping it <laughs> down south and then slowly i think it was actually a printing innovation that led yeah. to air conditioner Carrier was uh, working to dehumidify a printing room so the pages wouldn't get all bad. 
Um, oh, that's and that's an interesting point that we just talked about dehumidification as yep. a way to cool. And yep. that's, yeah. Yep. So I'm just finishing up this connection. So there's not always a place you can drop things off for a friend to pick up. It is related because cooling is one of the central challenges of like services like Instacart, which really could help us there it's it's strange it's much more environmentally friendly to do something like instacart actually than it is to go and get your own groceries because it it allows one person to carry the groceries of like 10 or 15 theoretically yeah and something we didn't talk about um you know is all these other places where where we we've been thinking a lot about we heat things up quickly but we don't cool them and all those things are food items foodstuffs exactly yep yeah um, i feel like i'm kind of but, stuck on that but you know peoples are also these things yeah like cooling people well right now isn't it and and i think it's in india right now there's a heat wave yeah mm-hmm. that is brutal i mean it's yep. just horrific and yeah you're right this is a really big people problem um yeah so then like a lot of that like I'm guessing our connections, we can connect. Yeah, I mean it's just like a more efficient air conditioner. Um, but then it's you know the the roofs are um, absorb heat in the wrong time. You know, fans. Yep, we have fans connected. Box fans are nice, but they're short. Um, yeah. Um, bah, bah, bah. Oh. The temperature being the same all the time, our temperature is constant year round in our homes, is actually a result of the partial solution of this problem. Yep. Um, Also, I'm not sure if this book is in there, in in Obsidian yet, um, but Palaces for People by Eric Kleinberg. He's a um, he's a a prof at NYU, but his his thesis, his PhD thesis was researching a, a Chicago heat wave. Um, oh, and in and the he, Heights is actually all about that, isn't it? I don't know. I haven't read that. Uh, it's a it's a um, musical. That's what In the okay. Heights is about. Is about a heat wave. Yeah. Oh, also, yeah. No, there's, yeah, lots of. Yeah, you're right, though, about heat waves. I mean, that's a huge problem that I don't think we always really understand, given our temperature always appears to be constant. Yeah, although he he found, so he was searching, you know, who who survived well in that heat wave and who, like, which groups. And it was all about social infrastructure. It wasn't about you know, race or socioeconomic class. It was, you know, the social, like there were certain neighborhoods where, you know, people would go to the libraries and they had a much better survival rate. And then some places where, you know, people didn't know each other and and those were the places that people would die in in higher numbers. Yeah, that reminds me of the village effect, which is, a fascinating book as well. Susan Pinker, check that one out. All about relational connections. So, mm-hmm. and how that actually 
when you talk about life, lifelong, how long you're going to live, that's one of the central mm -hmm. things is how well connected you are socially. Okay, let's do our stage ratings real quick. We have a minute left. So motivation. Uh, zero. I, I'm going to say one. I think this is an interesting problem. I think this is a big lever that would unlock a lot. Uh, speed to failure. <laughs> zero. I think this is like a moonshot, kind of like Moderna. Yeah, but I'm not like, sure it gets you anywhere. Yeah, that's true. Like it so doesn't then my have impact clear... is a zero. I think this is a two because like Moderna didn't know, like they took this moonshot to develop this new medical technique and it was unknown how it might be used. Yes, and it just so happened also that there was... had a lot of, you know, things that they thought it could do. That's true. So right. I think this is a bud for yeah. now. Yes. I'm not yep. going to say it's not, you know, it's not lacking and it's like, not promising. Yes. Yep. I agree. I, you know. Yeah. All like right. I, so, I'd say, yeah. Yeah. Never mind. Be on the lookout for the Frozone folks. Let us know if you've cracked the secret of cooling things quickly. Thank you for joining us.